Hi everyone, welcome to the Reitzel Brothers Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Curtis. We are the co-hosts of this podcast. We are investor-focused realtors working with our clients to help them build massive wealth in real estate. This is a place where we talk about real estate investing, wealth, and giving back. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and join our private real estate investor group on Facebook called the Tri-City Real Estate Investor Club. Links are in the description. Enjoy this episode. All right, let's do this. Hey everyone, how's it going? It's Matt Reitzel and Kurt Reitzel. And on today's episode, uh, we a bit of a continuation on our conversation last time on a couple of different topics, um, kind of what's going on in the real estate market, um, you know, talking about, you know, COVID-19, coronavirus, those kinds of things. And then, um, yeah, so I guess we can just roll straight into that. And I think one of the things that I just wanted to address right away, especially with, you know, the situation that we're in right now, um, you know, with with coronavirus, with social distancing, um, you know, flattening the curve, definitely taking that very seriously. Obviously, we're we're at home right now. I'm not going into the office and how this has really affected us because we're in obviously a very people oriented business. Mm -hmm. You know, our whole business before this was meeting with people going and showing like meeting at their house to list their property yep. or you know meeting with them and talking about what they're looking for to buy and then going out showing homes and it's totally just been a, a huge flip yeah because those are now things that are just not socially acceptable and if we're all going to work together to you know help this pandemic come to an end as quickly as possible then you know limiting those social interactions right yeah. and we're we're living together i understand we're we're well within the range that we should be right now but we live together so yeah you know we're already sharing space so just to touch on that i think so everybody knows what we're doing differently anybody who's still because obviously there's people who still need to buy and sell real estate yeah there's people who need to move for various different reasons so for anybody who is doing that and we've we've fully adapted this is we're doing zoom calls. Mm -hmm. So anybody who's thinking about buying instead of meeting in person and doing a buyer consultation, we're now doing a zoom call. We can go through our whole buyer consultation with them electronically. Mm -hmm. We can see each other. It's great. Our seller um, consultation too. We can go through our investor consultations. So essentially we can go through all of our consultations on zoom. Um, and, and you know, clients don't have to leave, you know, the comfort of their home, which is great. Um, but it's also like you mentioned, you know, it's taking this all serious and I know there's, you know, so many people are, which is great. Right. Um, and just, you know, practicing like Matt mentioned, you know, the social, you know, the social, um, you know, distancing, um, and, and just helping flatten the curve on this because it, you know, it's so important. Right. And, and especially in these days, we, you know, we have the ability to leverage technology, uh, you know, to help, to help everybody out. Right. Um, so I, I do want to preface, we are, we are going live right now. So if anybody on the live stream has any questions, feel free to put them in and then we can maybe get to them at the end, probably, hopefully, uh, but just want to preface that. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, those, those are a lot of the main things that we're doing differently with clients just so you can kind of get an inside view in our world. Right. Uh, and yeah, just to, just to further dive into that too. So if you are thinking about buying a place or selling a place or investing in real estate, I think there's there's still a lot of great opportunities for that. So just let yeah. us know and we can still consult you virtually. And 
to take that even a step further too when going out and viewing homes and and things of that nature what i've been doing with some clients is i'll just go and view the home and we'll do a, we'll do like a video tour we'll do yeah. a facetime chat and i'll walk you through the whole home any questions that you have and that's that's a way so you don't have to leave the house and put mm-hmm. yourself out there and you know i'm <laughs> i'm definitely really good at you know keeping my hands clean and sanitizing yeah. and i'm a little bit more on the i guess paranoid side i yeah. i've been listening to a lot of smart people talking about this and i don't think it's it's not something that's going to be gone from our world in two or three weeks yeah i think it's going to get worse before it gets better yeah. and i'm not trying to spread fear at all i think we just all need to be really smart about this right i agree totally. so basically the whole <clears throat> if because i understand a lot of people who just kind of wanted to move now they're on the sidelines understandably but anybody who's actually thinking seriously like i need to move for any other reason we can still take care of that yeah right yeah. so just so just so you know and i guess to kind of branch off on that because a lot of people are kind of curious with what's going on in the real estate market right now how does this affect everything and to be honest, it's kind of hard to say That's for sure yeah. what everything's going to be looking like. But what what we do, and I know we talk about this a lot, is we're we're looking at the statistics every single week and looking at numbers like the total number of listings and total number of uh, you know new listings that come on the market, total numbers that sold. So I have them right here, which is just good. It's good to know. So last. This week we had 470 total listings on our board, which was actually up from the week before, mm-hmm. from 447. Yep. We had 198 new properties hit the market, mm-hmm. and this is in KW. And then we had 136 properties sell. Last so week. last week, yeah. so there's still there was 135 or sorry 136 people who actually bought and sold real estate last week. Yep even amidst everything that's been going on. Yeah. So there's still people moving because I've heard that from a lot of clients, you know, they're just, some people are saying, well, I'm not too sure what's going on. I'm just going to pull back. Yep. And they're like, I bet everybody's doing that. Yep. And it's just nice to look at the numbers and go, well, you know, 136 people still moved mm-hmm. the week before that 172, the week before that 141. So we're still pretty on trend for what we should be expecting. Yep. Okay. Agreed. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, yeah, because a lot of people are, are, are getting this notion that, I mean, because a lot of the news is, is uh, it can, it can kind of spread fear. Right. And, and I think it's important for all of us to understand, you know, the urgency and, and also the importance of what we're going through. Right. So I don't, I don't blame the news in that regard, you know, for, you know, for getting people to take this seriously, because I know at the beginning, when I started to hear about this on the news, I was like, okay, that kind of seems interesting. And I was not to say, not to say I wasn't taking it seriously. I was just kind of like, mm, okay, this sounds like interesting because I've never, I've never lived through something like this. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm hearing about this in China, you know, some, inter- okay, you know, what's going on here. I read into a little bit more and then I just, I was kind of like, okay, well, I'll just, I'll, I'll I'll kind of keep an eye on it, right? And now as, you know, obviously over the past, you know, few weeks um, and, you know, and the government of Canada has now, you know, taken some steps in closing the borders uh, and doing and doing some other things just in regards to, you know, pretty much like you're not allowed to have, over, I mean, events with over 50 people in it. Um, you know, a lot of workplaces are now, you know, pretty much mandating their employees to work from home. So, so there's all these different effects that come into play. Um, 
you know, just with overall trying to keep everybody safe and healthy, which I think is the most important thing because, you know, it's it's important that we all do our part to try not to spread this. And like Matt mentioned on the other episode, a lot of the times, and we're not scientists by any means, uh, but a lot of times <laughs> you don't know if you have it. I mean, you know, that you don't, you know, that you could have it and not show symptoms, right? And it was actually last night where I was, I was going to go and see my dad. And I was, and because I do that every our Saturday, dad. our dad, sorry, our dad, for the most part, I mean, every Saturday I go and visit with him and, you know, I hang out with him and, you yeah. know, we just have a good time and relax. Right. And I pretty much do that every Saturday. And I was, I was going to head out last night and I've been pretty much, you know, self-isolating all pretty much for like a week, a week and a half now. I still go out and show homes and I still work with clients, but you know. Hand but sanitizer. Like the distance yeah, I maintain the distance. And... I'm hand sanitizing. You know, I'm I'm not shaking hands. I'm keeping distance. Um, and and we're still going about business. We're just being smart about it. But last night I was going I was going to head out to dad's. Um, and you kind of call me out on it, and, and then you're like, well, w- you know, why are you going to the parents? And I'm like, that's a really good point because I'm just I'm so used to it. It's kind of a built-in habit, right? Right. And it's just it's forced to look at these situations and just say to yourself, okay. You know, I wasn't trying to be like a bad person. I just, you know, I I do this every Saturday. I go and spend time, you know, with our dad. Uh, it's just a way, you know, you know that I like to connect with them, right? But it's 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 for the time being, just kind of reeling that in and just saying, okay, for the you know the you know greater you know health of humanity, um, and just to you know get rid of this as quick as possible to kind of rear that stuff back and just you know hop on a FaceTime or hop on you know like a you know 100%. Facebook Messenger you know video or Zoom or whatever with clients. It's just being smart about it. So um, yeah, I mean overall homes are selling. Uh, you know we're taking different precautions obviously with sellers to you know make sure that all the buyers agents that are coming in to show the properties all understand that they have to sanitize their hands don't touch unnecessary surfaces if you have any symptoms that you know that are related to corona don't come in the home right and there's a lot of different things you know we put signs up on the front door before people walk in just to remind them that hey if you're showing symptoms you know don't touch any surfaces unnecessarily, right? So you kind of just do your best to take all the precautions as much as possible, right? And then with buyers as well, obviously, you know, just prefacing them that, hey, hey, you know, some homes you might have to put on a mask, some homes you might have to put on a glove, I mean, gloves or whatever the case is, uh, just to respect the seller because some sellers obviously they have, you know, you know, like smaller kids or, you know, like a newborn baby or, or whatever the case is that could be more susceptible, right? And it's just respecting everybody around you and and understanding that, you know, just respecting everybody really is what I'm getting at, right? So it is still business as usual in 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 the sense that homes are still selling. It's just now we're going about it a lot differently when, you know, like when showing homes to buyers and investors and, and when working with sellers just to make sure that everybody's protected right because a lot i mean because this news kind of came in the middle for a lot of people that are in transition that that have already bought and sold right and now it's just being as smart as you can and also too realizing that you know it doesn't necessarily need to deter your plans to do anything right because if you're if if you're if you're thinking about selling and then you're gonna buy well you know the coronavirus is is here and it's and it's and it's a thing to worry about and and obviously take into consideration but if you were going to sell your house and you'd be happy with 500,000 either way 
then it, 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 it still could make a lot of sense to put the house on the market. And then if you get that price, because we haven't really seen prices come down as of yet, and maybe we won't because it's kind of early on, we don't have the data to support that. Uh, but as of now, things are still chugging along. So in that example, where if you were if you were to sell regardless at five hundred thousand, um, then you know put it on the market, see if you get that price, and then if you can't get that price, then we just take it off the market. But then if you do get that price, then amazing, uh, and then and then we and then we go find a place, right? So it, I think it just it's working with each individual person and client to make sure that. They're fully informed about the market and uh, and that they're making great decisions, right? 100%. And I think regardless of what market you're moving in, if you're buying and selling, you're going to be buying and selling in the same market that – like you're buying in the same market that you're selling in. Yep. So in the circumstance that let's say real estate values do go down, which I know people are – people can speculate that yep. because, you know, looking at the stock market, you know, the, a lot of our economies – kind of shut down yep. right now so it's understandable to think that that will happen so okay now your home instead of being 550 now it's worth 450 if you were going to be upsizing that home that was worth you know 650 is now worth six so it's right. your what you're going to lose on your sell you're going to make up for on your buy or vice versa you're you're doing everything within the same ecosystem anyways yeah. unless of course, things are shifting at a really rapid pace. Yeah, of course. Well, but and I think too, a lot of the times, you know, we hear in the news, you know, it's always great to hear stuff, you know, global news, and then hear, um, you know, you know, you know, the country news, and then hear the provincial news, and then you hear, you know, the city news, and then you hear like the neighborhood news, right? Because it keeps it keeps going down levels until you get all the way down to like you know the record here, right? That's very local. Um, but a lot of the news that we're listening to is very global, right? And it's also taking into effect when people just when people talk about the markets. Well, that's a that's a that's a lot. <laughs> that's a stock market. Like you know, there's so much that goes into the market. But when we look at the real estate market here, you know, we are still very very low inventory, right? So we, you know, like you mentioned, we have about you know 470 listings right now in 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 the Kitchener-Waterloo region. It's like, you know, that's very low to give perspective on a balanced market. People argue, you know, and, and have different opinions on this, but it's about 1,500 to 2,000 to 2,500 listings within our market to have a balanced market. Don't worry about that. Um, yeah, the one of the live streams just went out. <laughs> you could okay. probably edit that out of the, they had the clip anyways. But, um, you know, people people will argue and say, well, I, I guess, I guess what I'm getting at is we need to have like a thousand more listings within our market to even come close to being more of a balanced market, right? So I always, you know, it's, it's, I always kind of, you know, think back to, you know, economics and it's supply and demand, right? Like we have very low supply and we still have very good demand. Now, if the demand drops off, right, and, and you know, and there's less there's lots of people going out looking at homes. We could balance we out could balance at a lower number. With at, yeah, yeah, at a lower number. But you know, as of right now, I mean, the demand still seems to be there for the most part. And and I think people overall, you know, when we're kind of you know talking with clients, um, it's definitely just having you know a more a more informed discussion because if you're looking to get into say a purchase. Um, as of right now, I mean, 
there's definitely people that have, you know, kind of pulled back a bit, right? And rightfully so, maybe because of job insecurity, they're going through things, they don't know exactly where things are going to go, which is completely understandable. But um, there's, you know, there's a fair amount of people stepping back. <clears throat> and I think for if you're a buyer, whether you're getting into, you know, a bigger home uh, and or you're looking at investment properties or whatever the case is for you, it definitely could be an opportunity to to buy because there's less people out there to compete with now because a lot of people are just kind of waiting on the sidelines now just to see how this all plays out. Now, yeah. it's very dependent because for some people, you know, their their employment can kind of be in question right now, which then, you know, is a big deal for them qualifying for financing. But for, you know, for some people, it's, you know, it's, it's not as big of a worry for them mm. so that they can capitalize on um, a less competitive market, right? Right. Because for, sorry, I'm going to keep rambling here, but no, I mean, for the past little bit, uh, it's definitely been more, m more of a multiple offer situation. Right, so you're going if you're in the four hundred to six hundred, uh, you know, six fifty, seven hundred thousand dollar price range in our region. It's definitely been more of a multiple offer situation. Obviously, it's listing by listing dependent. Right, but now, um, you know, it's it's arguably speaking with people sitting on the sidelines, uh, mm -hmm. it can be less. It can be less of a multiple offer situation. Right. right. Well, okay, great. yeah. Today is uh, the twenty second. So. Just to give you actually a live example, so I had an offer with a client. It was just mid, mid last week, so like five five days ago, and we, I thought we were going to be the only offer, which was interesting. So it's like we're we're obviously playing this by ear, and yep. like it it was a it was a listing that I thought for sure we would have, we were going to be competing against at least two more offers. Mm -hmm. We were competing against one, and usually when you're competing against one or competing at all. Uh, somebody who put somebody's going to be putting a firm offer in, like no conditions, yeah. no home inspection, no financing. We ended up winning the house actually with a financing condition in and a home inspection condition. Yeah. So for a week, for and both of them were good for a week. So just a week, just looking at <laughs> that and thinking, okay, what what is that like this week as well? And just realizing that was a small sort of indicator, and we've heard from other members on the team too that you might not be seeing as many multiple offers. Mm -hmm. And just as a quick side note, from a real estate investing perspective, this is probably going to be a, an amazing opportunity. Mm -hmm. Because as the people who are less serious about doing stuff kind of pull back and sit on their couch like they should be doing, um, investors are going to be out there you know, buying stuff while everyone else is kind of in hibernation mode. And I know mm -hmm. we're going to talk about that on the next episode, so mm -hmm. we'll all kind of leave that at that. But this could be a time of opportunity that looking back on it, we'll go, wow, like, you know, real estate was yeah. really on sale at this time. Yeah, and it's, you yeah. know, because then if, if you think about everybody, sorry to nope, keep going, please. If you think about everybody being in a self-isolated type of situation for an extended period of time, which I sort of, I'm not, <laughs> not a scientist. I'm predicting it's going to probably be somewhere in the range of months that this is going to take to sort of fully ride over. And, you know, I, I don't know if that's going to be true, but probably at least a few weeks, probably longer. Um, if you think about all that pent up demand and pent up, mm -hmm. you know, people wanting to do stuff that just are afraid to do it. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, yeah, whatever up. it is, three months from now, 
all of a sudden it's like, all right, you know, you're good to go again. And all these yeah. buyers flood out into the market. Yeah. Now might be the greatest time ever. That's just a thought that I have. I, I don't know. We're obviously, we're, we're keeping an eye on everything as it goes yeah. sort of day by day and looking at the statistics and, you know, working out in the market. But I think that we'll probably wrap it up at that yeah, for, I mean, for this episode. Yeah. Unless one, you have something to add. Yeah. 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 One more, one more sort of thought that, you know, it's, it's, especially when we look at a market, say like Kitchener Waterloo that, you know, is regarded and, you know, for a lot of out of town, um, you know, businesses, investors, you know, it's definitely more regarded as, you know, the Silicon Valley of Canada because we have so much going on here in regards and you, to... And you don't realize that when you're living here. A lot of don't, people don't see no. that. No, 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 you totally don't. And, 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 you know, we, what I like about that is we have such an amazing, you know, tech industry with startups and everything amazing that's happening here within that industry. But then we also have, you know, an amazing white collar industry, you know, mm. you know, you know, the amazing industrial industry that we're, you know, we're really well rounded. And when you look at this market and you think to yourself, like, man, because it is such an amazing, I mean, it is an amazing market to be a part of. It's an amazing market to live in. It's an amazing place to, you know, to, you know, to raise a family, you know, if you're raising a family, it's an amazing place to start a business. You know, it's super safe it's just it's just a great place to be there's a lot of opportunity right but we look at you know what's happening with corona and how it's kind of putting it's pulling people back to you know rightfully so uh you know and in in a lot of situations because they're waiting to see how this all plays out it's also uh important too to you know just to realize that as people step back that could be an opportunity for you and if if mm -hmm. If inventory, because a lot of people are speculating, and, and, and rightfully so, they're trying to make predictions on where things are going uh, and make educated decisions. And, you know, what I kind of look at is if inventory stays where it's at and, it, and or it continues to go up a bit, like I mentioned, we need a lot more listings and or we need the demand to drop off, you know, for the supply and demand to kind of work itself out. And this could be an opportunity for people to get into the forever home with less competition because mm. people are sitting on the sidelines you know over the next couple of months depending on you know if things really start to slow down and for how long it does slow down over that time period could be the best opportunity to get into your forever home to get into you know a couple of investment properties to get into you know a multifamily building that you know you know that you've been thinking about getting into it could be that opportunity to kind of secure um, secure an amazing purchase with less competition uh, and then as things start to pick up again in the future then you know you kind of uh, have I guess secure the bag right <laughs> you secure right. the bag. And, yeah. and it could be that only opportunity that you ever get to get into a market like this because we don't know, you know, on the other end when things start to pick up, it's it's probably still it's probably going to continue to be a very attractive market for a very long time. Now this is all just me talking talking off the top of my head here. Um, well, and you're 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 very educated, so Ooh, thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> you're not just spewing information. I think just to wrap this up, when when you look back and you see, you know, these these times, you know, of an economic downturn or um, you know, like economic hardship, this is typically when you see the smart people creating the most amount of wealth. Mm -hmm. 
And yep. I think we're going to look back on this moment and go, wow, what, what an amazing opportunity. Um, you know, at the same time, keeping in mind that we need to do what's good for humanity as a whole here. Yeah. I think, again, just to wrap back around to it, making sure that you're, you're self-isolating as much as you can. Um, I really, I, I can't appreciate enough all the people who are still out there working, um, at whether yeah. at like a grocery, grocery store, all these, all these services that we still really need. Um, huge shout out to you people. Yeah. Um, also huge shout out to people who are, you know, in a situation where the kids are off school and now they are staying home. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's a lot of tough situations that people are going through right now. I feel very grateful that we can do a lot of our stuff from home. Yeah, um, much so like our mom, for example, works at a grocery store and it's like, thank you so much because yeah. like I, I, I feel a little bit bad going to the grocery store and stocking up on like a month's worth of food because I know that some little old lady is going to need to go and buy food as well. Yeah. So it's nice to have a grocery store still open. Yeah. So it's like, I can't be grateful for that enough. Um, well, no. And, and yeah, and just, I know we're wrapping this up here, but you know, to, 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 to look and think about ways, especially if you're in a position where you can be, I don't want to use the term blessing, but be, you know, you can, you can help somebody out, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's just buying somebody groceries and, or, you know, of an older person and you could, and you could draw food off on their porch or something like that. And, you know, helping them out however you can. I'm not saying, you know, you know, you know, like go be, you know, like Dalai Lama, but like doing your part just to have, um, you know, a cool impact on some people right that you know that are struggling a little more i know i know i've been thinking about that and have you know have taken action on you know on a few things kind of in giving back and helping people that i know really need it mm-hmm. um obviously i'm not you know it's not about taking credit for anything but it's just to help out humanity right because a lot of people you know are are in a bit of you know are <laughs> are in a tougher situation then then you know maybe i am because i'm in i'm in an awesome first world country you know and i'm you know like i just i have more opportunity around because you know i'm in a first world country you know what i mean and there's a lot of other people that aren't that really need help right now and if you have the ability to do it it's it's something to consider right obviously make sure that you're taken care of it's like when you are in an airplane you gotta put you gotta put your mask on first before you can help other people but if you're in a position where you could um you know you know you know the e-transfer somebody 50 bucks or 100 bucks to have them go get some food you know because have a couple kids or whatever the case or even if it's like an elderly person and you just like it doesn't even involve money. You're just going out and grabbing their groceries for them and yep. dropping it on their doorstep yep. so they don't have to go outside. It's little things that you can do like that. I would, you know, look at your look at your immediate family and go, who in my family is elderly that I can help do runs for? Totally. Because that, that's going to be a huge impact. I know a lot of, you know, like our grandparents, it's what the heck's going to happen? I have no idea. Yeah, and you just want to, yeah. It, yeah. You just obviously want to make sure that you're taken care of but then you know it's 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 cool to think about humanity and think okay well how can I how can I play a part in you know in making somebody else uh, you know that's going through this that might be stressing out a lot more or might be in more of a high risk you know position how can I you know potentially help them however I can right yeah and, yeah and if I'm, you can't then that's cool too but if you can that's pretty sweet so. <laughs> I'm gonna rock the boat a little bit with this one and just say Wait, that- no, <laughs> no man what are you gonna say. You don't need three cases of toilet paper at your home. (laughs) 
I know a lot of people have been going. People have been going nuts buying toilet paper, and I've seen a couple videos online of people doing the, the, like they're doing the arithmetic on how long that toilet paper is gonna last you for. You don't need three cases of toilet paper, guys. I was just at the grocery store, and there was like no toilet paper there. I'm not getting into this one, but yeah, yeah, yeah. How how many times are you planning to go to the washroom? I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. um, No, if you have an excessive amount of toilet paper in your home, we might need to have a conversation. I'm kidding. Do, yeah, I know. Do whatever, it's, 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 do whatever you want. Yeah, but it's yeah. like you need to worry about yourself, but then you also need to think about everybody around you in your community, and then that that obviously stretches, yeah. right? Well, we're not trying to get preachy. Yeah. You know, yeah, do, no, no, no. do your own research and yeah. make sure because we're all just dealing with the same information that you're dealing with, yeah. right? So it's just making you know listening to val valid yeah. sources for your information and yeah. just operating accordingly and so. On that note, let's wrap this conversation yep. up because we've been about a half an hour here. So if you have any questions about the real mm-hmm. estate market in KW uh, and or, you know, you want to reach out to us for any thoughts about anything, uh, you know, please reach out to us. Yeah, also, we'll do a Zoom chat. Yeah, we'll do a Zoom chat. Uh, we also, for our Tri-City Real Estate Ambassador Club events, uh, is going to be, uh, we're going to be doing them digitally. We'll have information about that moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but just so you guys know, you know, we're taking the precautions, being smart about that. So either way, any questions, let us know. Subscribe. You know, you got to hit the like button. You got to do all that fun stuff. And we'll see you at the next episode.